Happy Wednesday, everyone. We are in the fourth week of Becca's journey to find love, and we have so much to talk about. The episode was packed. There were two rose ceremonies, a location change, two one-on-one dates, a massive group date, a dude sent home early, the return of an injured contestant, a country music artist mini concert, darling, ex-Olympians, a lumberjack, a lumberjill, bobsledding, log splitting, a bottle of perfume that caused a ruckus, crazy antics on a snowmobile, flannel shirts, beanies, crushed velvet, and one golden pair of hot pants. Some guy in Austin and I break it down bit by bit, and we discuss Ashley Eyelash's engagement to her very own Aladdin. Yay, Princess Jasmine, he can show you the world. Shining, shimmering, splendid. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay, and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 57 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. We are on the fourth week of Bachelorette Becca Finding Love. But before we get into that, I think congratulations is in order for Ashley Eyelashes and Jared. They are engaged. Yay for them. That poor I mean, I don't know. You have to bleep that out. Well, you know what? I don't know how. Mm. I mean, I I, I am envisioning the winds flowing through the Grand Canyon or maybe various state state and national parks across the country where rock formations have been worn down by the wind (laughs) for generations and shaped. (laughs) And that's what I feel about Ashley Iconetti and Jared's love. I think that... Over the course of Aha. years, she has Just worn him slowly down, worn him yes, down, <laughs> like the winds of Yellowstone against the rock. And now he has fallen to one knee, uh-huh. and he has just been given no choice but right. to propose. Now, so you know what? Good for that guy. Good for her. Um, but man, I can just, I put on my cynical hat for just a second? I, I never take mine off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super happy for them. I always root for the love story. You know that. With with all of that said, they they he proposed in paradise. You got that right from all of the news. Yeah, but that doesn't count. Now it's like I know, I know it doesn't count. Totally yeah. doesn't count. But he proposes in paradise, which, as you know, this means that Ashley and Jared have been to all seasons of paradise. How do we feel about that? First of all. Second of all, do you think there's a point where he sort of looks around at his himself and his own life and he thinks, what am I going to do? Because he doesn't have a job technically besides, you know, his diffie-wear sunglasses. Meeting. Yes, he's a social media expert, influencer. Mm-hmm. But she's she's got a job and she's slowly moving up the ranks in her own little way with her. She's the highest rated podcast her and ben higgins they have the podcast that they do together it's the highest rated podcast in the tv division of itunes 
Not better than this one. I know. We're right behind him. <laughs> right behind him. We're coming for you, Ben and Ashley. Uh, good for them. I, I hope it's for real. But yeah. man, I mean, what a pain in the ass she has been mm-hmm. since day one. Um, and I guess, you know, she's just one of those people that, uh, you know, again, that just wears you down. I mean, I, I couldn't stand her at first, but now she's sort of endearing, I guess. And mm-hmm. maybe that's what maybe that's what he sees. You know, it's not for... You know, if you believe her story, it's it's not for um, you know how do I say this uh, correctly? It's it's he's not getting the milk without buying the cow. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Yes, I do know what so you mean. There's obviously, other reasons that he's been compelled to um, enter around. into nuptials. Um, mm-hmm. So good for him, man. But you know, look, I'm the same as you are. A love story is a love story, but man, oh man, uh, I just I can't imagine that guy trying to take a nap. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, she's just going to be on his ass constantly. I still I still don't think that's going to be the case. I think she's going to be off working. She's running the red carpet for iHeartRadio. She's going to all these great concerts, and he's just invited along for the ride. I think I think the tables have turned a little bit. You know what? Good for that guy. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm cautiously optimistic about that, but congratulations to Jared and what's her name? Ashley. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Becca. It was a very packed episode where a bunch of stuff happened, yet nothing happened. Would you agree with that statement? I would totally agree. And are you aware, um, we have to mention the 500-pound um, uh, gorilla lurking behind the Bachelorette set. Did mm-hmm. you see the news about Lincoln? I did. Apparently I did. a girlfriend beater that mm-hmm. uh, they didn't uh, figure out before his um, casting, but I find that hard to believe. I do too. Supposedly he lied about it. Mm-hmm. But okay. still, let's we can dig um, a little deeper, I think. As someone who routinely searches public records uh, with the tap of a key, um, I don't <laughs> believe that they They tried didn't too hard? Find, yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> The word public is what does it for me. But and, anyway. And you think the fact that the world is flat might have come up in an interview as well along the way? Well, that and the fact that he absolutely can't do anything physically. Uh, I mean, could you see that guy try to swing an axe? I, I, know. I thought he was going to cut his own foot off. I know. How is that possible? I don't know. Did you ever chop wood when you were growing up? That's a question I have for you later. Oh, okay. Let's go. We'll go. Oh, we'll okay. Start. This is we'll, your podcast. We'll start. We'll start. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm glad you went there because I went there would, too. Would you buy me a llama hat for Christmas, by the way? Alpaca? Yes, I will. Oh, same thing. <laughs> it's like a less pissed off llama. That's what an alpaca is. <laughs> have you ever been around llamas? They're like the yes. nastiest. They're awful. Yeah, they're too, they're worse than ostrich. Have you been around ostriches? Yes. Those things are mean too. Ostriches want to peck your face off. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Okay, we begin where we left off last week, which is Clay deciding he wants a relationship with the NFL instead of Becca. So he's off. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Five hundred grand a year, or yeah, uh, obstacle courses with uh, lard on rubber where you have to climb upstairs. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> None of that made sense. I do. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. Okay. Clay wants the relationship with the NFL. Uh, Blake wants kids. He talks about how he wants three kids. And I mean, isn't that just the strangest thing that so does she? And she (laughs) wants to name her girls boy names. Oh my gosh. So does he. 
He loves boy names for girls. And who doesn't? And so my question to you is, when you were a 26, 7, 8-year-old man, mm-hmm. did you have your children's names picked out? No, but I, I am a uh, I am a kid guy. Like, like I'm not opposed to kids. I love kids. Um, I always want kids, you know, that kind of thing when I was that age. And um, so I was receptive, but the last thing I would do is pick out names. It just wasn't in my – it wasn't on my radar to figure out what you wanted your kid's name to be. Yeah, and, and I'll go one step further and say that if I had met a girl um, that had the names picked out, I always thought that was a little weird, unless it was like a family name. Like, you know, like my grandmother's name was Mildred, and she saved me from a burning building, mm-hmm. and therefore I'm going to name my kid Mildred, which is fine. Um, but and yeah, call just, her Millie, because Mildred. Mm. That's I had a great aunt, Mildred. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great aunt Mildred. Have you ever had any names in your life, whether it be in – classrooms or you know in your work of law as an esquire any weird crazy names that you've come across oh a lot um i used to work at a country club growing up um and um one day this incredibly attractive woman came in and sat in the restaurant and all of us were like wow look at that incredibly attractive woman of course we used a different word um what word did you use well it's not appropriate for this (laughs) podcast um what is it um, i'll bleep it out I'm just going to say a word mm-hmm. like uh, we said, look at that incredibly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to repeat it. So you have never, ever done that in the history no, of just, me knowing you. I'm That's trying great. to leave my past behind look me. Look at so, you. Good, good, good. Keep going. So anyway, that was so a she has giant cast. rock on her hand, you know, mm-hmm. very attractive, very well taken care of. And this guy walks in and he's like the best looking guy I've ever seen. Um, and he sits down, they, they have like the perfect looking family and he orders, you know, they ordered lunch or whatever. Then he pays and he pulls out his card and his name was Rex Baxter, the third MD. Oh. And I thought that was the coolest doctor <laughs> name I'd ever heard in my life. <laughs> really? Yeah. And she was Mrs. Rex Baxter, the third there MD. You go. I okay. also graduated with a honey gram in a summer night. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, The Bachelorette. That's what we're here for. Bachelorette. Here we go. So the chicken is back, and we see his face, and the boy is swollen. And he was a little loopy, too. I imagine he was. He still had his hospital bracelet on, so you know (laughs) they sent him right back. They let him come to get his pity rose and sent him right back. His nose was a little off, which is fine because it was broken. Yes. And there was some very unique swelling all around and Jordan was just being mean about it but he does get a rose so we, we start the episode off with the rose ceremony because we didn't get one last time and mm-hmm. um, everybody gets a rose except for the banjo guy who I kept thinking any day now he's just gonna speak or play and it will be great and he didn't uh, I'm thankful that the banjo didn't come out it's, oh I wanted it too I uh, love a banjo it's hokey it's hokey And then the beast went home. The Mike guy with the man bun, he went home, which kind of didn't surprise me, but he did Not do surprised. really well in that in that football challenge. 
Not surprising. So then they all gather around, and she says goodbye to them, and they lift their champagne flutes, and they toast to Park City, Utah. That's where we're going. Have you ever been? We're going to Europe, but first, (laughs) we're going to take an hour flight, uh, and then we're going to Park City. I have never been to Park City, but one of my really good friends in college, um, her name was Susie. She grew up there, and and so... um, she had um, all these pictures on her desk with all these beautiful views. And she's mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's my parents' backyard. And so, no, I've never been to Park City. Um, not a big winter sports guy. I mean, I grew up down down here, you know. So, um, but it, it looked very, very pretty. It looked like, um, almost like the perfect place to fall in love. You, if you think? Want. Wow. Yeah. It was also our first jump and straddle of the season. Which was completely um, out of the blue. I mean, she gets out of yeah. the the car, whatever, wherever they were. And then she walks around and then she says hello to, who was she on a date with? Garrett. Uh, Garrett, that's right. And then he instantly gets the jump and straddle right there on the sidewalk in Park City, Utah. Yeah. Did you notice she almost took out an impressionable child who was walking by? Um, yeah. And that kid is never going to forget <laughs> the jump and straddle. Um, it's probably seared Filed into his five-year-old yeah. brain. Yeah. Like, wow. It's, you know, it's like the first time you see Playboy. It's like, oh, this exists. i don't know why that's funny it's not um they also used an old school camera which i thought was extremely interesting i thought that was weird too but then i thought well they're not allowed to have cell phones right so So you got to take a picture with something we're taking it to the og and then they bobsled with olympic bobsledders women who won the silver medal in 2000 something would you have been excited about a bobsledding date or would you have preferred some other Olympic winter sport date? That looked fun. That looked it really did. fun. Uh, yeah, I would definitely would have gone for that. That looked super fun. And it's something that, um, you know, frankly, you like I could go skiing or, you know, sledding or whatever anytime I want. Right. I mean, I just go to Park City. Yeah. Yeah. No. So that looked super fun. And uh, I didn't realize they could, you know, I, I remember watching the Winter Olympics recently and they were going like 80 or 81 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, well, you know, they probably go half that. But apparently they got up to like yeah. 65, which looked really fun. Um, you know, I've never been snow skiing. Um, I went, <laughs> I didn't grow up snow skiing, but Mrs. Um, some guy. Um, has been all over the place and skied a lot. And so we went to Breckenridge uh, a few years ago and um, I actually learned to ski. I took a couple lessons and um, did the bunny slopes and it was really fun. And then about three months later, um, my friends from Colorado, uh, we met in Vail and uh, I went down the mountain much different in Vail. Uh, a bunny slope is more like, um, you know, straight down in Vail as opposed to Breckenridge. And I broke two ribs and that was the end of my... <laughs> That was the end of my <laughs> skiing career. So I've been twice and once resulted in two broken ribs. So mm. what did you do? Run uh, into a tree? No, I just, I, I fell and, fell I wrong. and I heard a crack. And so I, my best friend is a doctor, thankfully. And uh, so he, we went back to the, uh, back to the room and uh, yeah, I took my shirt and he pushed around on me and he's like, yeah, you probably cracked two ribs. And I said, well, man, what, I'm in a lot of pain, you know? And he said, yeah. And I said, well, what do I do? And he goes, let's go to the bar. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> yeah. And so for like six weeks, I mean, it was a terrible You just injury. went to the bar? 
no, pretty much. Um, but for like six weeks, it's so painful. I mean, you, you can't I lay know. down, you can't sneeze, you can't. It's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that was the end of my skiing. There you career. go. My yep. dad breaks ribs all the time, and um, he, he that just works. yeah, he just. And it's not like you can. It's not like a finger where you can just tape it to the next rib. Yeah. Yeah, he it was breathing is hard. Oh, yeah, so bad. Down, I mean, any position is terrible. And uh, so, yeah, I grew up, you know, water skiing and eventually wakeboarding and stuff. I grew up on the water, but not not in the snow for sure. So, yeah, um, Yeah, we never went anywhere either where when it was snowing. So by the time I had the opportunity to go where it was snowing and snow ski, I had already had two knee surgeries and every doctor I ever met said do not ever get on a pair of skis then um, they go to dinner that's right later that night and Garrett drops a bomb on her that he has been divorced what? I didn't see that coming uh, but OMG. but did, do you remember how long he was married two months yeah that's that doesn't count <laughs> <laughs> it's like Britney, just go get it an old man. Uh, yeah, it's super weird. They dated for a while, and then he was divorced. Look, he got it out there. Uh, he didn't make a big deal out of it, right. and you know, these days it's hard to find someone that's not in that situation. I think. I mean, by and large, a lot of people are going to be uh, divorced if they have made it to their mid thirties. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, statistically, I mean, I think they. I saw a deal the other day. It was like fifty-two percent of marriages fail these days, which is that, sad. But um, you know. Sad. We can't judge him for that. So I will I will tell you, though, um, get in and get out. I mean, if that decision needs to be made, make it in two months rather than two years mm-hmm. or after you have kids, you know. So mm-hmm. good for him. Well, they move on to the person who must have an album dropping pretty soon, which is Granger Smith. Are you aware who he is? Okay, so I, I, I knew going in because my friend Nancy knows Granger Smith. And she oh. was going to try to get him to come on the show with us to talk about his experience on The Bachelor. So hopefully she'll still work on that. Granger may be a little bit too big now for mm-hmm. podcasts, but that's okay. Yeah. We're still working on it. I think he's darling because I did some light stalking after Nancy and Laura told me about him. And he is he was labeled the hottest country artists to watch in the up-and-coming category so we're supposed to be really excited about him the only he's darling darling the only thing i have against him which is just completely unfortunate is he has an alter ego named earl dibbles jr now from that name you can probably gather what what i know and what do we think about alter egos did it work out for Chris Gaines? No, it did it not did work out not. for Chris Gaines, which is Garth Brooks with a weird beard. An emo Garth Brooks. <laughs> I'm not a big, you know, I don't listen to much pop country unless I'm, you know, he's flipping around in the car or whatever. So I was aware of his name, but I don't know. I couldn't tell you anything he sings, but he's, you know, he's a good looking dude. And I'm sure yeah. in his genre, he's, he's making it work. Do you think he's ever played the um, couch section at Fingers Furniture on Highway 45 there in Houston? You know, that's only for really talented artists, so I doubt it. By the way, I'm going to remind you that I got you those tickets for your birthday one year. You really did. Can you tell the people what we're referencing, just in case they don't know? Well, I do not say his name. I say he who must not be named. So one year, I, I was, you know, searching for something for your birthday. Mm-hmm. And uh, I came upon a Wes Hayden concert uh, that was taking place, uh, of all places, 
in a furniture store on 45 and more specifically in the couch and chair section. Yes, the lazy boys. Of, mm-hmm. yeah, of Fingers Furniture. Fingers Furniture. Uh, and I got you tickets. You're welcome. Uh, it was it was a great day. It was a great day. I, I'll probably put a link. To, I don't remember if I posted about it. I think I did. But I definitely have a picture yeah. of me and Wes. And then he autographed something for you that said to some mm-hmm. guy in Austin, my biggest fan. Yeah, and you yeah, have and that you have that framed in your office. You're looking at it right now. I am. I have that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Might be in another room in the house. <laughs> what is what is he up to nowadays? Uh, uh, dude, that, that's uh, worth a Google. In, yeah, he's huge in Chihuahua, Mexico. Chihuahua, Mexico. Like, they yeah. love him there. He told us uh, several times. He was back uh, on Jillian season. Do you remember what number bachelorette she was? No idea. So she was, Jillian Harris was the bachelorette in season five. Holy we, cow. We've been doing this. <laughs> I just realized how much time season... I've wasted. <laughs> we're in Talk season 14 right wow. now. And we were also, I mean, I know I was recapping from the first bachelorette, which was Trista. Did I recap Trista? Hey, who did she, who did she marry? What's she up to? I, know, I don't. <laughs> I'm going to Google her, too. Wouldn't it be great to know what the very first Bachelorette is doing yeah. with her life? That Still cashing checks. Do you remember who doing. the second one was? Uh, the second Bachelorette? Yeah. Deanna? No, no, no. No, I don't know. I can't remember her name. That was great. And then um, um, Allie. Allie was in there. She was one that was before Jillian, right? Yeah, when was Deanna? Was she one? Deanna after, was after one. After Womack but, dumped but, her? Yeah, but that but there was yeah she was after though. And then uh, what's the what's the girl that's on the Dallas Cowboys Wait, no, show? No, Deanna was before Jillian. You're right. Yes. And then what about the the Dallas Cowboy? What was her name? The one that got dumped by Mesnick. Um, yeah, yeah. Hold on, Melissa Rycroft. Melissa Rycroft. Yeah, she but was she in there. She wasn't one. And then my favorite of all time, Emily Maynard. Yes. And then Ashley. Do you remember Ashley? You loved her. Yeah, the f- five head. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Desiree was one. Yep, her and her crazy brother. Andy was one. Um, Andy, who's? Oh yeah, yeah. Andy, Andy, Andy. With Stop. Josh, the guy. Stop. Stop. The guy. And she who... slept with. Um, uh-huh. Uh huh. She slept with. Um, what was his name? The 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 Josh. guy. Josh. No, the guy was. Oh, an animal. Juan he was Pablo. Like, he was an <laughs> uh, Juan, Juan Pablo. Pablo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's not okay. And, he's not. <sighs> uh, Caitlin. And JoJo and mm-hmm. Rachel, and here we are with Becca now. Wow, memory wow. lane is fun. Hey, y'all, it's Lindsay here to quickly tell you about my favorite website design firm, Digital Lemonade. Did you know that without the team over at Digital Lemonade, you wouldn't be able to read about Jordan's golden underwear or Leo's lesser locks? IHateGreenBees.com would be a figment of my imagination without Digital Lemonade's creativity. Lindsay and Alexis revamped my website last year and even helped me launch the podcast. If you need help creating a website, refreshing a website, or maintaining a website, this is the group for you. Simply Google Digital Lemonade to learn more or visit my website for a direct link. Now back to the show. Garrett, we we still think a front runner. He did pretty well. She forgave him for being divorced, right? Correct. Okay. And he got a rose. And he got a rose. Yeah, he got a rose. Yeah. Then we have a group date with all the men of the world trying to be lumberjacks. The, I, I'm, this is going to be trivia for you, and I know you can do it because you can somehow pull details from your brain. 
but this group date for some reason reminded me of the Viking group date where they had to d- go and do all the things. Mm-hmm. Do you remember our and favorite wrestle. do you remember our favorite Vikings that taught them how to be a Viking? I don't do you remember, remember the their names? names? <laughs> I remember rooting for them to have a one-on-one <laughs> date though. What were their names like Thor and Chris Hemsworth? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd be able to pull this out of your brain because you you remember things know. like this. What are, their, you don't. What, are, what are their names? Tom and remember. Morton. Don't you remember? <laughs> we love them. Yeah, I remember. There's like a couple of IT guys that get dressed up like Vikings and <laughs> fight with wooden swords on the weekends. But yeah, I do Dude, remember. I remember the, the girl, the girl Lumberjill and the boy Lumberjack that were teaching them. I'm like, they're not like Tom and Morton. Come no. on, we need some animated folks to help us know how to learn how to be lumberjack. And so, I noticed they didn't do the really, really dangerous lumberjack events, like the one where they stand on the log and they chop that in half. Yeah, oh yeah, legs. yeah. Oh, because yeah. Lincoln would have severed <laughs> a um, major artery. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe. It. I mean, the guy couldn't even swing an axe and hit a giant log in front of his face. How does at, that happen? At first, I was thinking, I have never, I have never split wood before. I've watched my dad do it all the time, but oh, I've, I've never split when wood. I, my dad had a, we had a junky old Volkswagen van, and my dad would take out the seats, and he would drive us down, um, all the way down to um, the uh, like a wooded section in the way, way, way back of our our neighborhood he would get out with a chainsaw and he would cut fallen logs and my brother and i had to load them unload it into the backyard and then we my brother and i would have to split it and we couldn't come inside until everything was split and stacked between these two trees and that would be our firewood for the winter yeah how how old were you when you're doing this you know that went on for a few years probably between the ages of 10 and 13 maybe we so do it. when you're that young and you're learning how to split the wood, is it is it a hard thing that you have to to figure out? There's like a rhythm and you just get it. There, there's a technique to swinging an axe. A lot of people like to swing, like put both hands on it, and and like let's say you're right-handed, mm-hmm. uh, um, and like you know like a baseball bat, people swing it like over their right shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, the proper way to do it is to uh, swing it. Uh, go straight up over your head and swing it down as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you swing swing it the the other way, you lose a lot of it. It becomes impossible to split anything but a really like bone dry wood. So yeah, there's a technique to it, um, and you get you get better at it when you can't eat or go in the house <laughs> until everything is done. <laughs> a little pressure. You got to yeah. do this to get a date yeah. with that girl over there yeah. in the lumberjack and, outfit. Yeah. And so then when we had a really wet log that, you know, was, was not quite uh, dried out, uh, my brother would get the, the this little uh, metal wedge and you would hammer it in there with the sledgehammer. And, oh. and my brother and I would take turns <laughs> hammering the wedge until the thing eventually split. So um, I think yeah. I would have just tossed it back in the forest. No. <laughs> <laughs> Then you wouldn't have gotten your peanut butter sandwich <laughs> <Darn it>. afterwards. <laughs> well, my whole point of bringing that up is at the very beginning, they showed a lot of guys who were just chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Blake went right through it. Con- um, not Connor. Colton went right through it. Even the, even the skinny Venmo, Venmo guy. Venmo went right yeah. through it, and everybody cheered, which makes me love him even more because you could tell everybody thinks he's the greatest thing ever. But then it gets to Connor and Chris – and Lincoln and JB and they can't they well JB JB has a hard time lifting the axe Lincoln can barely 
make the He almost axe. literally almost cut his foot off. Yeah, he, he didn't missed. make contact with the log at all. <laughs> Which again, I don't, I don't know. Even and, even Jordan in his white rolled up pants. Oh yeah. Uh, he he killed it. it. So my oh. question to you is that has to be just super emasculating, right? If you're one of the guys totally. who can't get yeah, to- through I the, mean, ugh. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's and and with Becca watching right there, it's just it, that had to be just a horrible feeling. Now, mm. if you if you're Lincoln, you just take your shirt off and like sure, look and at you're me. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Then she then Becca does this whole thing about we're gonna have to do an obstacle course and we're in two teams and you've got the red buffalo check shirts against the blue buffalo check shirts and she talks about how she just loves lumberjacks and she used to watch them at the state fair in Minnesota. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it made me think. What we do at our state fair here in Texas, which is fry things. Yes, we fry find anything. Fried little, Snickers. Little fried, Debbie. Yeah, fried, fried anything. And it's so good, too, by and the way. And then you just put powdered sugar over it, and you're done. You know so I, I think our state the, fair beats their state fair. A festival food. You know what I always get? I always get the giant turkey leg, which I don't uh-huh. think is a turkey. No, nope, it's, it's emu. Some... I told you that once. Yeah. <laughs> That's disgusting. Um, so, I learned that from Disney World. When you go to Frontierland <laughs> and you get a fried turkey and they're huge and you're thinking, whoa, this turkey was huge. Yeah, not a turkey. It's it's the, the um, equivalent. It's an alpaca. Of, let me correct something because, you know, I'm, I'm a big language guy and a big, you know, reference guy. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the guys, and I think it was Connor, blurted out when he found out they were going to be lumberjacking. Okay. I'm John Henry, but it has nothing to do with, with lumberjack. Yeah, I think he meant Paul Bunyan. Yeah, or the so, brawny man. Yeah. <laughs> no, that that. Well, look, I think the brawny <laughs> that guy's man, a total lumberjack, I, I a hot the brawny, lumberjack. No, I think the brawny man is dating Mr. Clean. I always had that impression. Oh I, no. Okay, it's it's now time in our podcast where we are going to talk about Jordan's golden. Shorts slash underwear slash undergarments. We do. Because several things going on here. Becca gives Jordan a pair of teeny tiny gold lame underwear Mm -hmm. and says to him, I saw these and thought of you. Which was bizarre. Well, I'm calling Balderdash because for three reasons. One, what is what is she like out doing promos and she sees a pair of teeny tiny Rocky Horror Picture Show shorts and she says, that would look just like Jordan. Can I borrow somebody's credit card? Or it, is she in her suite and it's the same one that Nick Bial was in and she finds his gold lame underwear and thinks, hee hee hee, I'm going to give these to Jordan. Or do the producers say, hey, ABC intern. Run and get us some golden shorts because we really need to see Jordan's golden junk and cornhole right now. It was. <laughs> <laughs> it was a horrible angle. It was probably. I think it was probably stated a little bit differently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it was a horrible it was, it was angle. An, he was, was bent over a, in front of the television. No, it was such a non sequitur. You know, it's just like. Didn't, you know, there was no lead up, no, as no. we say in my business, no predicate was laid. No. There was just no reason for that to happen other than, you're right, they, somebody had some gold shorts lying around. They said, give these to Jordan, see what He'll happens. Put them on. He'll do it. Ugh. Yeah, he's a male model. But, you know, the other thing that, yeah, he's a Wilhelmina model. I'm not sure you know what that means, Lindsay. Wow. I mean, his like, face is his professionality. It is. So, yeah, that was, that was really bizarre. But then Colton got way too offended by that. I um, know. 
and but don't you feel like they're getting a little punchy though you know yes, like like are. just Overtired. sick of each other mm-hmm. yeah that, yep, that's yep, what yep. i speaking of annoying jb really messed up big time by handing over becca some perfume he had the world-class perfumery people make for her called miss <laughs> becca blanc he oh. went off the freaking oh. deep end. Yes, didn't he? he did. I mean, like yes. to the point where it was dangerous. And, yes, and, and then, crazy and, eyes got in there a little yeah, bit too. And then I thought she was going to freeze to death. Um, <laughs> I didn't. She was and, too and, hot. She was too hot to freeze to death. Those those snowflakes landing on her hot skin were just sizzling off. Oh, she was mad well, because he, he was, basically says, "Here's some perfume." Also, <laughs> I think I'm falling in love with you. No, wait. I am falling in love with you. And she just sits there and stares at him and basically says, yeah, I don't feel the same way, so I'm going to walk you out the door. It couldn't be more awkward when he said that. And then he walks it back and says, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm just, whatever. And that's when she got hot. Well, I think he was, I think he was playing the game, obviously. And this is a teeny tiny peek behind the curtain where he's just saying, you know what? I don't. I, I don't. I, I'm. I'm gonna play this game. She. It's. It's week four, which is a little too early. But it's week four. I'm gonna tell her I'm falling for her. I'm gonna give her something nice, and hopefully we can let this ride a little bit longer. He didn't care about her, and she knew it immediately, because he was like, "Oh yeah, just kidding." And that that made her hot. Do you think that the um, you know, how like when you buy perfume, you get a free gift, mm-hmm. like like a bag or something. <laughs> Do you think that the golden shorts were part of the free gift? <laughs> And maybe they found a different use for them. <laughs> buy, yes, buy I one do. Bottle of <laughs> perfume and get a free pair of golden shorts. <laughs> that is exactly what happened, Estee Lauder. Thank you. That's so great. <laughs> they got to they gotta bone up on their their gift. I mean, that really isn't much of an incentive for me to go buy. Happy any Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Buy a three-ounce bottle of personalized perfume and get a free pair of golden, unbreathable shorts. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Awesome. She didn't give anybody a rose because she, no, she was, was hot. Do you think she was a little mad, a little little overreactive <laughs> Was to she that? a little mad? She was a lot mad. I no. thought she was going to be like the, um, you know, like the, the bad guy that... Um, that, that uh, killed the dragon on Game of Thrones and made it into a freezy dragon that brought the wall down. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I don't, but there are people out the there Night who do. Night King, I think they call him, the Night King. Mm-hmm. It's like super cold. That's what I was, Becca was, I mean, she was freezing to death out there um, in risk of hypothermia. He's got this big giant coat on. And look, I don't care what the, I would have taken my coat off and given it to her while she was dumping me. That's how awkward I felt about him not mm-hmm. doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he likes his coat. He did. Well, it probably smelled like um, whatever cologne he had selected for mm-hmm. his essence. That he, mm-hmm. She also points him in the direction of where the rejection limo was waiting. Yeah, that was very convenient because it was such a spontaneous decision to kick him out. <laughs> and conveniently, there's a black suburban waiting. There's always one just in case. Just in case. <laughs> yeah, it's because like, there are no like, rules on The Bachelorette. It's like the ambulance at a football game. Yes. You know, they just kind of. They probably have one of those too. <laughs> <laughs> just in case Lincoln severs his own leg, we're ready. Yeah, I'm the I'm the I'm the, uh, the pre setup guy from the Bachelor. Um, uh, we're coming into town next week, and I'm here. I need an ambulance, uh, and I need a black suburban uh, awaiting at all times. <laughs> and I need some whiskey for Chris Harrison. Where do I get that? <laughs> 
Harrison has his own whiskey guy. You know that. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so he should he should have his own cologne. I bet it's on its way. Mm-hmm. I really do. He has his own romance novel. The cologne's on its way. I'm sure. <laughs> Here's the thing. I believe that Becca probably just in the moment was all riled up and then they just shoved the camera in front of her face and kind of perpetuated it a little bit because you know somebody over there was going he's just like Ari telling you what you want to hear he is just like him oh my gosh what if those other guys in there are thinking the same thing that it's about time for me to start telling her how I really and they don't feel it what are you gonna do Becca and did so you think she doesn't give that, any roses out? That's how she, she doesn't she tells them. But did you think it was a? I thought it was extremely unfair of her to come in and just berate the whole group over something Jean Blanc did. Well, she again, she is just covering all her bases in case people okay. are there who are not there for the right reasons. Now Fair she didn't she's dead get, serious about her journey. I get she it. She is, and she didn't go West Virginia hood route on anybody, but she was close. She was close. No, she did. She did. And then you have Sweet Wills, who has to be the date right after all of this. Oh, I felt, did you feel sorry for that guy? I I did feel sorry for him. Oh, God, it was just so, such a bad opportunity for him. It was, and it was a mediocre date, sort of. We're going to go snowmobiling and risk our lives, so the thrill will make you forget all your woes and ugh. It just was annoying, and then they sit on the side of a mountain, and they make out, and then they go to dinner, and... Mm-hmm. Whatever, but here's what here's what uh, issues I have with Wills. I feel like he's tired or about to fall yeah, asleep. He's, or he's so bored. He looks so bored. He looks so bored. Not into. But you know what I loved about Wills? What? I want one of those hoodies with my name on. it. I know. That's what I think they that's got in their cool. swag bags because they that all wear cool. hoodies. Yeah, but the, but the, it's got his one. name. Yeah, I want. I want it to Do you say. Want me to put SGI. your nickname on? <laughs> I want to say some guy. Oh. I was going to put a nickname on it. What is my nickname? I'll tell you later. I have one. You do? Tell me right now. Well, it's, it's you know, because my last name is so long. Long, uh, complicated. Yeah. Nobody knows how yeah. to say it's it. The, it's the first four letters of my last name. It's post. So. Oh, boring. Uh, I know, but I, I had a, I had a, um, I have a twin brother. And so in high school. Was he um, post two? Is he what? Was he post two? That's confusing. Yeah, that's what they because you know you couldn't get it wrong. We were both the same thing, um, so that so so you know like I always. I'm gonna pin I'm, the picture of your underwear model in this recap uh, too. Please That'll don't be great. Do, please don't do that. That it's was sometimes. Nice. It is a black and white picture. Mm-hmm. Was your underwear golden? No, it was white. Okay. Um, that was, but I will I will say that um, I think I'm pulling off a little bit of a pensive gentleman I look think there. You are. I think you are. Yeah, maybe we should post it and get feedback from the from the listeners as mm-hmm. to what the name of that face should be. But I, I think I'm looking at a little pensive gentleman there. I think you are. I would agree with that. Okay. Absolutely. Okay, so sometimes I think he's tired. Sometimes I think he's bored. Sometimes yes. I think he found baby Becca's stash of weed in the <laughs> bunk room and he's just chilling. I don't know. He maybe also he has narcolepsy. That's another possibility. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> Just take him down during one of the rose ceremonies. Another thing that was happened again was 
Becca, knowing that wall kisses are very romantic, yet she pulls him to her on the wall, which again is cheating. And it's a cobblestone wall, which is yeah. not ideal for a wall You know what's funny surface. is that was, I knew that you would make a, a thing of that. But then I looked and my only comment was, man, that looks uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's a cobblestone wall. Yeah, that can't, that can't be right. And then they have the, another rose ceremony and Nick, who was wearing a tracksuit in the first rose ceremony. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome, by the way. I was, was the money, only just I think like I don't yes, care <laughs> because the only thing that can make this tracksuit look better is if it had a rose on it. I thought that's awesome. So and it was zipped down, you know, mm-hmm. just yeah. to there to show his gold jewelry. Oh, Nick, yep. and then Kristen. They were both sent home. If you if you had to guess one or two who would be going home next week, because you know we see the, of course we called it weeks and weeks ago. The week five two-on-one date, which is the chicken and Jordan. Who mm-hmm. do you think she will send home from that one-on-one? The chicken and Jordan? Yeah. Um, man, that's a tough one. Um, I, I could say argue, both. I could argue both ways, but um, I think maybe Jordan sticks around. Hmm. Okay. Um, but I it ought to be an interesting date because those guys hate each other. But there is there was a moment there where he was screaming it. Um, yeah, the, the chicken, chicken. And she happens to walk up on that. That might get him sent home. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. They're also going to Vegas. Which is lame. Oh, I was just about to launch in this. No, I love Vegas. Okay. But the, the doing the Bachelorette there is like, because, you know, it's, it's they're not going to do any fun stuff like gamble and drink and. You know, Go see Cher and Brittany and Yeah, Celine. they're gonna, you know there's going to be like some yeah it's going to be one of those three they're going to be in the theater and she's going to show up and then Rebecca's going to have to be like I've been a Celine Dion fan my whole life and she sort of looks like a better yeah. looking Celine Dion um, so there's going to be that and then we're going to have to listen to Celine Dion like fawn all over herself no uh, Celine is too big for the Bachelorette they're going to get she's like Streisand she'd refuse oh, to do yeah. it do you feel like we will see an Elvis impersonator? Yes. We're, it's going to be all of that. What makes ready. a great Elvis impersonator? Now, you know I'm a huge Elvis fan, right? I do right? know that. Um, I did see this guy when last time I was in Vegas. Um, there's a guy at Planet Hollywood. He looked like Ricky Ricardo. I'm like, God, this show is going to be terrible. You know, so, so the first part of the show is like his early stuff like Hound Dog. And, mm-hmm. and then... The second part, they take an intermission, and then he comes out. And, and so I was, we were drinking. My buddy Tim and I went. We're drinking. Like, God, this is lame. I can't believe we paid money for this. Guy comes out in the jumpsuit the second half of the show and just killed it. I mean, Yay. it was incredible. And um, he he looked like him. He sounded like him. It was a great freaking show. It was a great show. So afterward, he says, Elvis exit the stage music Elvis has left the building and then the announcement comes on and says if you would like to meet Elvis wink wink um, you can go to the back bar and Elvis will take a picture with you you can buy him a beer yeah so I'm going to send you this picture by the way yay you have it send it to me so I go and I'm like three inches taller than Elvis by the way (laughs) and uh, I go to this guy and I'm just all fired up because you know there's just the lights and the thing and it was a great show and the big finale and I walk up to him and I shake his hand I go man I I want your job I really want your job and the guy looks at me with like these really sad eyes and he goes no you don't man <laughs> I, said, I was telling my friend that I said, "Can you imagine doing that show two times a day 
for years. <laughs> Poor I mean, Elvis Aaron Presley. Yeah, that makes me sad. It's so sad, you know. And so he's gonna go home back to his you know hotel room and like drink his himself. Heartbreak to sleep. hotel. <laughs> but then they're gonna like dance in front of the Bellagio fountain. I'm sure and they're they gonna are. Skip down the street. They're gonna and, see Wayne Newton. And then somebody's gonna say something like. Oh, what happens in Vegas stays, stays in, Ve- I mean, in Vegas. Yeah, it's, just, it's such a commercial for the Vegas tourism. They're they're gonna get like a Gordy Brown, like the musician and impersonator that works downtown um, on on Fremont as opposed to on the actual strip. They're gonna get someone like that, and he's gonna make Becca disappear, or he's gonna cut Sar in half. Lincoln, he's gonna cut Lincoln in half. <laughs> he's gonna make Lincoln coordinated. As always, thank you all for listening. I'd love to connect on social media. You can find me on Twitter at Lindsay or on Facebook and Instagram at Lindsay Ray. It would be so nice if you would review the podcast on iTunes and don't forget to check out my book, Why I Hate Green Beans, at your favorite retailer. Until we're together again, love you, mean it, Texas forever. Fortune won and lost on every deal. All you need is strong heart and a nerve steel. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas with your neon flashing and your one-armed bandits crashing. All those hopes down the drain.